I hope that it's one of your favorites. Here he is singing Blues in the Night. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Stafford. Joe Stafford. And he does, and it's caught! Touchdown! Chris Matthews! How crazy! With the first pick in the 2009 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Joe Stafford, quarterback, Georgia. Welcome back to Stafford and Matthews, episode 20. As always, Joe Stafford, Chris Matthews. Two things. One, I'm back in the apartment, if you guys can't tell, over here. It looks phenomenal. And two, I am viciously hungover because the first <laughs> night was a wild one. Um, but definitely excited to be back on campus and everything. Chris, Kev, what's going on? Yo, what's going on, man? How's it going? I'm feeling okay. real good right now. I believe Real it. good. I wish I, I, I could have done that. Chris, and do you want to know why I'm feeling real good? Because Tom Brady beat Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau last week. That's why. And you need to explain yourself because we have your ass in 4K saying it would never happen. And that if he did beat that and then win the Super Bowl afterwards, he'd be the GOAT. Greatest of all time. Even though you're the only human on the planet that doesn't actually think Brady's the GOAT at this point. I'm not. What do you mean you're not? I'm not the only person on this planet. You're like like one of five people that believe that. Listen, listen, bro. I, I'll sit here and I'll say it. I admit, yes, Tom Brady is the GOAT. And when I Where said was just the last two weeks. When I said now that now that I have said that, now I need you to understand because we got into a further talk on IG between me and you, yep. where you were saying that he was a winner. And we do have on camera that you have admitted that Tom Brady, there's certain attributes about him that you wish. He had from Aaron Rodgers. You said yep. that. Yep, you're right. So, so yep. with that being said, I, you said, yeah, greatest of all time. I said, yes, greatest winning quarterback for sure. Greatest winning quarterback. I'll give him that. He is the go to that. But just a pure athlete, a pure quarterback, Aaron Rodgers is the best. Okay, so are you all right? I need to know one thing to kind of like separate this. What are you valuing more? Are you valuing winning more or are you valuing actual talent more? I'm valuing the talent. Okay, well, that's just a fundamental disagreement then because, like, you can't, like, this is, all right, look at, look at, like, the Grant Hill example, right? Grant Hill, one of the most talented human beings on the planet, athletic wise, unbelievable, never lived up to any expectations because he was always hurt, just like Tracy McGrady. Does that make him in the GOAT conversation for basketball? No, it doesn't. It's not even close. Grant Hill was almost as talented as MJ, but he didn't accomplish anything. You have to bring somebody in that has the same comparable pedigree as Aaron Rodgers if you're going to bring that in. Well, then I would argue there's no pedigree at all because he's won one championship. How not? He's broken multiple records. He's he's a winning quarterback. Winning quarterback is a stretch. That's a stretch. He just hasn't won a Super Bowl. That's the thing. He's won a Super Bowl. And we all know that you can't do it all by yourself in football. There's been a couple years before Randall Cobb and Jordy Nelson, where it was just, ah. Then they give it to him again a couple years after, 
after them and they get uh, Devontae Adams and then they still can't figure out who else to bring in to, uh, to help him out to, so he can throw the ball to these people. Like, it's been multiple reasons why he hasn't been able to get to the promised land and win. It's not just, oh, no, it's Aaron Rodgers, he couldn't do it. Like, that's impossible. You can't say that because he shows it game in and game out. Yeah, but some guys just aren't winners. Like, like for example, we'll, actually, we'll go over the, uh, let's go over first. We'll go over the game first, and I'll, I'll explain what exactly I mean. All right? First game on Sunday, Packers and Bucks, Brady versus Rodgers. This, I think, is the seventh time ever the Packers have lost at Lambeau in the playoffs. Seventh time ever. Crazy, crazy development. Brady has a dominant first half. That's the best way to put it. Dominant. Three touchdown passes in the first half, including a absolute bomb to Scotty Miller uh, with like two seconds left in the first half. I have one question. Is Kevin King on suicide watch right now? Because he was horrible. <laughs> like, he was so bad at his job on Carl Sunday. Davis it was that bad. Well. For Tampa. Carl Davis was as well for Tampa. Yeah, but it was more blatant because he let, the, he let the Mike Evans touchdown with the first thing. And he like tried to jump out the gym, try to get it. He fell on his ass and Evans had an easy touchdown catch. One. Two, let Scotty Miller of all people get behind him on a Hail Mary at the end of the half instead of playing deep. That was stupid. And even towards the end of the game, he was the one who committed the pass interference penalty on uh on their rookie receiver. I don't know what the hell his name is, but it was it was crazy. Like three, like one, two, three strikes, you're out. Like that was, it was just not a good game for Kevin King. So I'm sure. He's gotten some death threats, some some bad emails, some everything, because that is a tough way to go out on national television. No. Back to the game, though. Back to the game, though. Tom Brady, three touchdowns in the first half. Dominant. Looking phenomenal. Second half comes around. Throws three picks. And, and I want to make sure I'm criticizing Tom Brady fairly, because there's plenty of blame to go around on Tom Brady's side if the Bucs had lost this game. Three second half turnovers is abysmal when it comes to playoff football. You can't do that because most teams, most winning teams will be able to capitalize on that and win the game. The Packers are not one of those teams. Rodgers had every single opportunity to win this ball game. Every single one. Three and out after three and out in the second half. He just did not have the juice to win the football game. Bottom line, he had every opportunity, Chris. Every single opportunity to win the football game and he could not do it. And I will put some little Matt LaFleur for the field goal call at the end of the game. That was a bad call. Probably top five bad call the last decade, right? He goes to go for a field goal. You're down by multiple scores. Horrible, horrible call. Gave Tom Brady the ball back, run the ball. It, it, it game over. It's game busters. Definitely beats our play in the Super Bowl. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> I mean, calling a, a pass for the one-yard line to lose a Super Bowl is pretty bad too, Chris. That's, yeah, but... that's pretty bad. Yeah, all right. You got me steaming over here, so I just want you to go ahead and finish up. So I oh, I'm done. I want to hear what you got to oh, say about man. this right now. I want to see you. I want to. I want to hear you defend Rodgers again. I want to hear this. Uh, I, it's again, let me ask you again. Yeah. Is it just one player that could just do it all, or does it, or is it a collective sport? Collective sport. All right, there. So that means Aaron Rodgers can't sit there, throw the ball, catch the ball, run the ball. He's not like Giselle. Players play defense. He can't do all of that. He does one thing and one thing only, and he is great at it. He throws the ball. Agreed. Now, it's up to the players out there to catch the ball. We all, we, we've seen it. Both sides of the ball, to be honest with you, with Tampa Bay and the Packers, both, they were dropping a lot of passes out there, and it just looked like they have never played a game a day in their lives, or it, it was just – uh, uh, the, the lights maybe were just a bit too bright that day and they couldn't really catch the ball. I don't know what it was, but there was a lot of balls on the ground. 
the one that Aaron Rodgers threw to Devontae Adams, which is something that they normally do, is a back shoulder fade. They normally do that. And I, for, for a fact, I have seen Devontae Adams turn around and catch a falling away pass for a touchdown or a first down. He drops the ball. He drops the ball, but th but then that's blamed on that's blamed on Aaron Rodgers. He should have threw a perfect play. He should have threw a perfect pass. No, he did throw a perfect pass. That was something that they've done their whole career. And then you're talking about the ball in the end zone when he throws it to St. Brown. St. Brown drops the ball clearly, right? It was sitting dead in his chest. All he had, he could have, he could have just caught it and fell on it. And he would have scored a touchdown. Like it was clearly in his chest. He drops the ball. You see Devontae Adams on the sideline. He gets that anger, like, damn, like, catch the ball. He's feeling it. He's feeling it as well. They all know that we need to start catching the ball. And then you got other players. It's just so many things that can be going on. Then you have Aaron Jones. He's hurt. He's out there grimacing on the sideline. Like, get your ass in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to play, bro. Like, if you can run, go. And I've seen him run, but I mean, I don't know. Let me stop that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if yeah, you hurt, I was like, Chris, he's hurt. He's hurt. But, but, damn it, if you can run, run, go play. You know what I'm saying? You got other guys out there. They were contributing. They were doing a great job. But you know who I really like? I really like the running back for Green Bay. Number 28. Uh, what's his name? Jamal Williams, I think. J no, that's not or AJ Dillon. AJ no, Dillon, no, BC Dillon. boy. <clears throat> AJ Dillon is a baller. It just looked like to me like he probably was, they probably knew that he was good, but he's just not all the way sound on what his decision making is. Uh, that's probably what it, what it looks like to me because sometimes there was a couple of plays where he could have just took the hole, but he ends up bouncing it out or going in the wrong direction. And that kind of like, you know, uh, uh, took away from his yards, but even then when he made bad decisions, he was still getting five, six yards a run. So it's Dude. like, you know, they, they don't really trust him fully uh, all the way, but next year he's probably going to be one of those front runners if Aaron Jones uh, uh, messes up or he gets hurt or something. You can definitely see him uh, taking that starting role or being the backup. Dude, A.J. Dillon's quads are bigger than my head. Like, he is just a huge, large human being. That's like who he Absolutely. is. It's, it's psychotic. And there's one play in particular that just stood out. Gets the ball. It's like a 22 dive. Goes up the middle. Uh, bounces it kind of the outside. He gets kind of tackled. Like, oh, the play's over. He carries a dude five, six yards downfield. It's like, that's, that's, that's a grown-ass man. That is a grown-ass man. That is unbelievable. But, Chris, before we move on, because I, I do need to talk about this. And I think I have been a little bit hypercritical of Rodgers just because of how much you push from is being the GOAT and everything. But this is what I talked to, and you, and you talk about, you know, defending him a little bit more and how his receivers got a lot of drop balls this game, how his defense didn't step up when they needed to. Yeah, point taken. But th this is kind of why I have this opinion of Rodgers, right? Here's some stats that kind of back that up. Aaron Rodgers. Hold on, hold on, Joe. Hold on, Joe. If it's not about the game, I don't want to hear it. Well, I want our viewers to hear it. So here we go. Aaron Rodgers is 0-42 when trailing a team with a winning record by more than a point in the fourth quarter. 0-42. He has two game-winning playoff drives, both against the Dallas Cowboys. He's 1-4 in NFC Conference Championship games. He's 1-8 when trailing at halftime in the playoffs. 1-8. He is 17 
total fourth quarter comebacks. That's less than Joe Flacco. He's seven and eight in the playoff record since the Super Bowl run in 2011. Defend him all you want, and you're allowed to. And I think he's one of the most talented quarterbacks of all time. But these stats to me prove emphatically that Aaron Rodgers is not even close to being a top 10 quarterback of all time. Well, give me your team. Let me just hear your team here. Off the top of my head, I need a list, but here we go. Obviously, Brady, uh, Manning, uh, not Eli Payton, if you guys need a little bit. Uh, uh, who else? Joe Montana, John Elway. I don't, I don't want to put Steve Young up there. Um, I kind of argue Randall Cunningham. I would kind of argue Randall Cunningham a little bit. I know that may be kind of a hot take, but Randall Cunningham, I think, is better. Yeah, okay. Um, let me get a list up here because I need I need like something in front of me to actually go down a list here. All right, uh, gotcha. I'm just saying, bro. What I'm saying is, is that you're talking about he wouldn't make your top ten for a fact. Oh, That's Brett Favre, he- I put above him. Dan Marino, I put above him. Um, maybe Johnny Unitas. Uh, I'm dead serious. I'm literally dead serious about that. I am dead, dead serious about that. I think Russell Wilson actually might be better than him. <laughs> I'm not joking. I think Russell Wilson. I'm not joking. I swear to God. Hey, you have got to be the funniest dude on earth. And he's a, and Russell Wilson is a win is a is and a obviously and, too, and, huh? and, I, and I forgot I, I didn't he mention you know one, I got guys Super Bowl. and I forgot like guys like Ryan Mallett are better than him you know um, Colt McCoy those kind of guys so I don't know. You just you just saying stuff. Well, bro. that that, that no, that just I'm, just at the end. Well, I'm just joking at the end, but no, but my point does stand. I would take some of those guys above Aaron Rodgers. Not I think no Johnny question. Unitas. Johnny Unitas is one of the most influential quarterbacks of all time. Have you watched Johnny Unitas play? Yes. Well, not live, obviously, because I wasn't alive, but yeah, I know not live, but yeah, how I've seen his tape. Have you watched? Because it's not much. Well, you didn't have a lot of cameras back then if you didn't know. But exactly. I mean, so how can we sit here and say, we judge him and say, oh, yeah, he was just one of the most influential uh, 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 quarterbacks. How? Because he won and made football fun and, and, and pioneered passing the ball. It's because right. – Pioneered. Pioneered but passing the ball. All I know is is that Aaron Rodgers, you giving up that stat line. All it's I'm a bad, but, is, Chris, it's a bad stat line. That's a very bad stat. Against great teams. One of those teams, one of those playoff losses that he had was against me. I knew we was a great team. Did you, do you want to read this again, Chris? Because 0-42 is not a lot of great. It's 42. He didn't win a single game out of this stretch. 0-42 against a winning team by losing more than a point in the fourth. He forgets how to play football when he's behind. Joe. There's no way that you can tell me, you can ever tell me that this guy, it's just nothing you can tell me, Joe, that there's, there's never going to be a time that you can tell me that somebody is a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. There's nothing you can tell me. Oh, yeah, so I think fine. that we should just settle it right now. We should. And you know what we should do? We'll have our, we'll have our followers settle it. We'll put up a, a poll on Instagram everything. We'll make yeah, we'll, exactly. Right, we'll do that. We'll, we'll make a case here. We'll each kind of do like a 30-second video, whatever, put some stats out there to back up our case, and we'll let our followers vote on it. How about Who that? is the better quarterback? We're not talking about winning because I know how you Boston, Yeah, who's a better quarterback? That's fine. How Boston people do around here. Yeah, we value winning. Sorry. Like, that's not like a big deal. Like, that shouldn't be like yeah, a controversial not thing. You guys do anymore. We're at one bad year. Anymore. 
is what have you done uh, for me lately? And you got you know what? That's fair enough. I've said that before. That's uh, fair enough. That is fair enough. We're in the go. When's the last time you guys had a uh, 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 NBA chat title? 2008. Exactly. Um, hockey, not it's irrelevant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> baseball, that wasn't a sense. Uh, uh, David Ortiz won one for you guys, and and, and it was two and years changed, ago, and changed and changed the world for you guys. But that's about it. It was like, two years oh, ago. Man, you guys aren't about winning, so I don't want to hear it when you guys talk about one of the greatest winning quarterbacks that you guys have ever had. I get it. I, I know. I get it. But just a better quarterback. Who is the better quarterback? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. We'll let them vote. I want to see. I'm, I'm interested to see what they say. We'll let them vote. We'll let them vote. We'll let them vote. We'll, we'll figure it out like that. Anyway, next game. Chiefs Bills. And I tried to tell you, and I love the I, I love the Bills. I do. Like, as much as I like, they're in the AFC East and everything. Like, I shouldn't like the Bills, but I do. They're a fun team to root for because they're fun. Josh Allen looks great in shorts. He's a great passer. I like voting for the guy. I do. And the fan base is obviously electric. I mean, jumping through tables, letting each other on fire, making pizzas out of fucking ovens. It's awesome. They're, they're, it's, it's a fun team to rally behind. It is. I actually no, really want to go there and, and experience it. Oh, for like a pregame or something? A hundred percent. And no one, you know, circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills. No one. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. they're, they're an electric team. They are. <laughs> but, you know, that being said, I tried to tell you last week, no one's in Patrick Mahomes' class. No one. This Bills Chiefs, you know, build up here. Like, yeah, it was good for the league and got viewership up and everything. But any real fan would tell you, or any, or any real analyst, I should say, would tell you that they're not even close to being a winning team over the Chiefs. It wasn't going to be close in the first place. Bills get up early. Yeah, the Chiefs are notorious with Patrick Mahomes getting down early in playoff games and making a huge comeback. They were down, what, I think nine points at one point and end up slaughtering them. They won by, what, 20 points? What was the final score? 38-24. 38 and, and they had some garbage time scores, too. I'm pretty yeah. sure they had a touchdown in the last kind of couple of minutes there, too. They're not in the same class. They never were in the same class. This is all built up by the NFL and built up by Bills fans specifically on social media trying to get everybody riled up. If you watch the film, it's not close. But I will defend one thing about the Bills. Cole Beasley played with a horrific injury. Played right through it. Also, if you guys didn't know, Cole Beasley is a cold stone baller on the mic. He can rap. Did you guys know that? Like, he can rap. It's really funny. It's really, really funny. Something like that. Yeah, but if you guys want to Google it, Cole Beasley, like, freestyle or whatever, it's fire. And you would never think, looking at him, you think it's probably in the country music or something like that. But no. <laughs> like, he has bars. Like, it's it's really, really funny. Uh, but yeah, Bills lose. Not really shocked at all. And now we get the dream matchup. Mahomes versus Brady. Goat versus baby goat. You know, old versus young. In terms of philosophy, in terms of place, in terms of really everything. This could be a patching the, uh, past the torch moment, or it could be another, like, kind of a sun moment where Brady, you know, says, not this year, kid, to Mahomes, yet again. It's going to be an interesting year, for sure. Chris, what were your thoughts on the Bills-Chiefs game? Man, I thought it was a great game. And you're talking about Cole Beasley. Not only is he really good at rapping and, and all that, but he led the team uh, in 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 uh, receptions and in yards. He had seven receptions, eighty-eight yards. He didn't have a touchdown. Uh, you know, that's that's duly because of the injury, probably. But um, overall, he was he was a he was a force to be reckoned with out there. I knew 
That's why I looked away like, I don't know who you were talking to about you tried to tell somebody, but I knew that the Bills were a team that was good. They could potentially, you know, put a roadblock in somebody's path. Um, but ultimately, they weren't they weren't gonna be they weren't gonna be a match for Kansas City. They're just too overpowered. I knew once they got down by nine, I knew that that wasn't anything. They could have been down by 20, <laughs> 21, to be honest with you. And I I had full confidence that Kansas City would have came back and won that game. It just showed uh after honestly, after the second quarter for me, it just showed that much of how they all how they felt, how the Bills just felt like they had that riding high moment and uh, Kansas City just went down and crushed it immediately so um I knew I knew it from there that that was going to happen and it just you know it was just a great game though I, I love the I love the fight to be honest with you it was a great fight for sure and yeah, speaking of fights there was almost a huge brawl at the end of the game Josh yeah. Allen goes down a sack uh I think inadvertently, I think is the best way to describe it, throws the ball at the linebacker who took him down. I don't think he like did it on purpose to get him pissed off. Then he tried to get the ball out of his hands to get up. And then the linebacker came over and started jarring in his mouth, kind of stepping over. And then that lineman came over and blew his ass up. And then there was like a huge kind of scrap ensued. And then the, the next couple of plays who kind of got scrappy as well. Um, and that kind of happens a lot when you see teams that pretty much know their season's over. There's nothing like to hold back. They're not going to get suspended, you know, that season. Um, they kind of go to ball to the wall and pick their quarterback. So I kind of get it. But that was a very intriguing part of that game as well, even after the game was sure, over. Sure. Yeah, so it's definitely it's definitely going to be a, 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 a heated moment when they see each other next year. Oh, for sure. And they definitely will see each other next year because the Bills will be around for a long time with Allen just being, what, 25 this year uh, and being already so talented and taking so many strides. So Absolutely. they'll be around for a while. And that makes me kind of upset because, you know, Patriots are in the shitter still. So we have to figure that out. <laughs> we have to figure that out. We have to figure it out quick, too. We have to figure yeah. it out quick. Um, all right. So we're going to stop here. Because I want to save the real analysis for the Chiefs and, and, and the Buccaneers here for next week. We're going to go position by position, quarterback, running back, down the line, who has the advantages, what seems it should imply and everything, and how you know they'll attack both uh, sides of this football here. Chris, any final thoughts? Um, actually, I do. Uh, and it's probably going to be a little bit drawn out, but um, I want to speak on the Chad Wheeler uh, thing. Oh, yeah, that was, that was this. If you guys didn't know to, to speak up before Chris starts his statement here, uh, Chadwick was a lineman for the Seahawks. Uh, there's a, allegations that he beat and almost murdered his wife. Um, and the Seahawks are still kind of figuring out what is going on, what to do with him. So, Chris, go ahead. Yeah. So, from what I'm understanding, is that his, his contract was already uh, up after the year. So, he was no longer, he was, he was, our, he wasn't even on the team at that time. Uh, uh, this incident has happened. Uh, some reports came out talking about that he might have uh, a case of bipolar, uh, bipolarism. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. I've seen that he tweeted out a couple things uh, about a, about an apology and things like that. And I'm just gonna keep it real with you. I didn't read none of that shit. I don't care. I know bipolar people. I have some in my family. Uh, it is hard. It is something that is serious, a serious mental issue, and it needs to be checked, but you have to check it. Nobody else, you can't just wait until you beat the shit out of somebody or you kill somebody and then go off and then try to say that I need help now. Like, no, motherfucker, you needed help. You've been knew, you been knew you needed help because you're telling us that you knew you had 
bipolar, you had a bipolar disorder. So my thing is, is how do you, how do you sit there and try to issue an apology after the whole situation is happening? You've never done anything to, to prevent this shit from happening. That's my whole thing. It's, and you're hitting on women. Damn if she's black. The fact that she's just a woman, period, is what's troubling to me. This is somebody who loves you, somebody who dedicated to having her, to spend her whole life with you, to help push you and to get you help and, and to push you forward. And then this is what you do to, to a woman is something that I can never, never, ever understand, forgive, forget, all of the above. It was uncalled for. Uh, it, it had me so mad. It made me feel like I was Russell Wilson. And I started calling down to the Seahawks organization, like, what the fuck is going on here? That's how, that's how anger I was. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to give myself time to even talk about it on social media uh, or even on this platform because I was so angered about what, what what's going on. And all of this to say is that I really just wish that people uh, find help uh, when they once they understand that there's something going on with them, which I'm pretty sure he knew of before this happened. But go to these, like, call these hotlines or somebody who or somebody who's close to you. Call these hotlines before any incidences come out like this. Because what if she was dead? Like, what if she had died? Then we'd have one less person on this earth because we didn't want to help somebody who we knew had a problem. I don't, I, I don't want to see this happen to any woman, to any man, to anybody, to be honest with you. It's something that it's terrible. I understand it. And it's hard to, 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 to process and to even help them with their problems, but we have to try. And this is the whole, and this, and this is where it shows at right here. Very well said, Chris. He gets no sympathy from me. Absolutely. Nobody that abuses a woman can get any sympathy from me, no matter what circumstances, no matter what uh, is going on. Um, so, yeah, disappointing to see from any, any any person in general, but especially from a player with that kind of platform uh, as an NFL player. So, uh, yeah, disturbing is definitely the word for it. And I uh, I hope the situation resolves itself very soon. And I hope he gets what he deserves for, for what happened and what transpired. Uh, yeah. Kind of a solemn note, but Stafford and Matthews wrapping up on episode 20. Uh, we need some decorations, guys, too. We may need to buy some Stafford and Matthews stuff to kind of decorate the room. Maybe a Chris Matthews jersey. <laughs> I got you, bro. It's in the, it's in the bag. I you keep saying got I got you. That was two months ago. I want this thing on my wall. It's in the bag, bro. It's in the bag. All right, all right, all right, all right. It's in the bag. It's just all right. ready to go. Okay, okay. All right, Saturday night episode 20 wrapping up here. Make sure you tune in next week for our complete Super Bowl preview breakdown every player every you know, scheme they want to implant everything that they're going to do in this game we will cover from top to bottom next week make sure you tune into that we'll see you guys next time